the seventh day of the month. I have said these things to you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. John 15, verse 11. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Philippians 4, verse 4. Our consideration of love in the preceding days began a sequence of themes set forth in Galatians 5 as the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Today, we consider joy. In Sunday school, children are sometimes taught this acrostic, Jesus first, others next, yourself last. Is this formula too childish, too simplistic to be true? Certainly it runs utterly against the grain of our culture, which advises us to look out for number one, and we all know who that is. Even in church circles, we often hear this counsel given to those who spend their lives serving others in the name of Jesus. Take time for yourself, or you'll get burned out. But what do you suppose Mother Teresa would have said had you told her that? Wrestle valiantly with answers to these questions. What is the source of the deepest and most lasting joy I know? How does this joy compare to the fleeting frivolities that advertise themselves as being sources of true happiness? In times of confusion, distress, and grief, What does it mean to be able to rejoice in the Lord always? Consider the possibility that the best time we can take for ourselves is our time of contemplation before God, our time in conversation with God. Could it be that the lack of joy we call burnout is related to our neglect of just such contemplation and conversation with the divine as we seek to aid others through our own strength and wisdom alone. Opening Prayer O God, how happy are those whose strength is in you, those who, while going through the barren valleys of life, make them places of springs. In their hearts are the highways to Zion. Cause us to be numbered with them, to find in you our dwelling place. Now and hereafter, grant us the delight of living in your house, ever singing your praise. Amen. Psalm 92, verses 1 through 5. What a beautiful thing, God, to give thanks, to sing an anthem to you, the high God, to announce your love each daybreak, sing your faithful presence all through the night, accompanied by dulcimer and harp, the full-bodied music of strings. You made me so happy, God. I saw your work and I shouted for our joy. How magnificent your work, God. How profound your thoughts. From the Book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 1 through 9 and 19 through 33. I am the man who has seen affliction because of the rod of his wrath. He has driven me and made me walk in darkness and not in light. Surely against me he has turned his hand repeatedly all the day. He has caused my flesh and my skin to waste away. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and encompassed me with bitterness and hardship. In dark places he has made me dwell like those who have long been dead. He has walled me in so that I cannot go out. He has made my chain heavy. Even when I cry out and call for help, he shuts out my prayer. He has blocked my ways with hewn stone. He has made my path crooked. 
Remember my affliction and my wondering, the wormwood and bitterness. Surely my soul remembers and is bowed down within me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. The loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my potion, says my soul. Therefore I have hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. It is good that he waits silently for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he should bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and be silent since he has laid it on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. Perhaps there is hope. Let him give his cheek to the smiter. Let him be filled with reproach. For the Lord will not reject forever. For if he causes grief, then you have compassion according to his abundant loving kindness. For he does not afflict willingly or grieve the sons of men. From 1 Peter 1, verses 10 through 20. As to this salvation, the prophets who prophesied of the grace that would come to you made careful searches and inquiries seeking to know what person or time the Spirit of Christ within them was indicating as he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories to follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you, in these things which now have been announced to you through those who preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lust which were yours in your ignorance. But like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in all your behavior, because it was written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. If you address as Father the One who impartially judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves in fear during the time of your stay on earth, knowing that you are not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life inherited from your fathers, but with the precious blood, as of a lamb, unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. For he was known before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you. From the Gospel of John, chapter 13, verses 36 through 38. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I go. You cannot follow me now, but you will follow me later. Peter said to him, Lord, why, why can't I follow you right now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, a rooster will not crow until you deny me three times. John 19, verses 38 through 42. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but a secret one for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate granted permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus, who had first come to him by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen wrappings with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified there was a garden, in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had yet been laid. Therefore, because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. Friday's Prayer On this day, Lord Jesus, the flesh which you took upon yourself for us and for our salvation was hanged by us upon the cross. 
there you suffered all things and died that we might have life and have it in the abundance of your astounding grace. Blessed are you, Lord Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, throughout time and all eternity. Amen. A prayer for Good Friday from the Church of Scotland. Savior of the world, what have you done to deserve this, and what have we done to deserve you? Strung up between criminals, cursed and spat upon, you wait for death and look for us, for us whose sin has crucified you. To the mystery of undeserved suffering, you bring the deeper mystery of unmerited love. Forgive us for not knowing what we have done. Open our eyes to see what you are doing now, as through wood and nails you disempower our depravity and transform us by your grace. Amen. The full version of the Serenity Prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as he did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. Receive this benediction for Holy Week from the United Methodist Book of Worship. Go in peace. May Jesus Christ, who for our sake became obedient unto death, even death on a cross, keep you and strengthen you this night and forever. Amen.